you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Welcome to the big show, my family and friends. We really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. Without this show, what would we have? We'd just be sitting around talking to each other, looking at the wall. Uh, but uh, you've been with us for 14 years, 1,400 episodes. Make sure you go see all the stuff we're producing nowadays. It's two to three episodes a day. Uh, or weekday, I should say. We, we we do get the weekends off. They, our slave masters uh, allow us to have the weekend off, uh, but then the rest of the time they, they put us to the whip. Um, you know, it's one of those things that you do when we're just trying to put out good content for everybody, make people happy, make people excited, educate people so that we can have the smartest audience in the world. As always, may, uh, have your friends, neighbors, relatives go to youtube.com, fortunate Chris Voss, goodreads.com, fortunate Chris Voss, and uh, all those crazy places on the internet today we have an amazing uh woman on the show she's the author of newest book that just came out november 23rd 2022 and the book is entitled ocean and uh she's gonna be talking to us about her book of poetry so we're gonna be learning a lot about that and kind of getting some uh beautiful sort of uh semblance sort of uh esoteric uh some uh thinking higher ending higher minded thinking if you will uh and Anastasia Lindsay is on the show with us today. She is a timeless soul and author who participates in interdimensional traveling and building beautiful poems to capture the hearts and souls of the world in the most loving and supportive ways possible. Because violence is not the way to go, folks. Don't wake up and choose violence. I do, everyone. Uh, she's a humble writer and was born and raised in the small town of Illinois, where she currently resides, in a beautiful, cozy, small house in a patch of land with the love of her life, Dakota. Uh, Anastasia has been writing since grade school and has always used empathy, pain, and most importantly, love as her muse to write poems and help heal. Although an author, she is also an owner of a small business, Summer Solace, Holistic Healing and Poetry, where she uses different modalities to help others heal, including, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, Reiki? Reiki. <laughs> Reiki, okay. Uh, meditation, sound healing, hypothesis, hypnosis i clearly need some and has recently started a journey into shamanism there you go just one of those think there couldn't be anything more possible uh she enjoys painting drawing crafting singing and even addition for the voice in 2017 <laughs> welcome to the show anastasia how are you Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. How are you? I am excellent, and it's wonderful <laughs> to have you on the show. Clearly, I need some more uh, holistic brain healing. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. So, yeah, so you will uh, have some information on that for us today. Uh, yeah. So give us a .com. Where do you want people to see you on the interwebs? Absolutely. So my website is summersolacehealing.com, summer as in the season, solace, S-O-L-A-C-E, healing.com. There you go. And uh, what, uh, tell us a little bit about your life journey. I mean, how, what got you into uh, a lot of this stuff, poetry and uh, holistic nature? 
Yeah, so I've always been a deep soul from ever since I can remember and longing for healing mm -hmm. because we all grow up and we need healing in some sort of form. And I knew that we all have the power to heal ourselves, mm -hmm. but oftentimes we forget or we were never taught, but the innate power is already within you. Mm. And I knew that and I was like, I want to help people do that as well. I mm -hmm. want people to tap into their own power, heal yourselves. Your body is always speaking to you, giving you messages and signals. And I listen to my body and I want others to do the same. I want mm -hmm. others to feel okay with being vulnerable, tapping into your emotions, your sensitivity. So that's why I'm here on this earth, just to, to change the world, to make the, the world a beautiful place to live in. There you go. Now, I mentioned in the bio uh, that you do inner, what is it, intercontinental? Interdimensional tra traveling. Yeah. Oh, I do intercontinental, but interdimensional? <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> traveling. What, 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 what is that, and how does that work? Yeah, so a lot of times what I like to do is travel throughout my mind mm. through meditation, visualization, um, but also doing things like astral traveling. So where mm. you can travel to other places mm. and your dreams, they're always delivering messages to you. So I like to interpret dreams just to see what was that about? What's going on in my life right oh, now? That. Yeah, that I could apply mm. that to. So I have a very vivid imagination. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, there you go. You know, uh, yeah. the, the uh, mind is a crazy place to go. I do a lot of interpersonality travel with my mind. Which yeah. Means about eight different personalities. There's the one that says kill, kill, kill all the time. The judge and the parole agent say use anymore. Uh, so that's resolved. But uh, um, you know, but yeah, you know, my I let my uh, personalities fight amongst themselves, and whoever comes out on top wins. Fortunately, the same one shows up every day for an hour. Uh, but that's the medication wow. speaking in the <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what motivated you want to write this book? Yeah, so I am a storyteller. I'm a visionary. Um, I've always kept my stories to myself just out of fear of, oh, will people like my story? Will they want to hear my story? Will they even read my story? Mm -hmm. But I had to get out of my own way and show up in the world because now more than ever, storytelling is needed. We need to share our truths with other people. We need to bear our souls to other people because that creates connection. And in a world where we felt very disconnected for a while, I want to bring connection back. And I knew that writing Ocean was going to be my way to connect with the world, no matter where you were or no matter where I was. Yeah, and it's a great way to inspire other people and, uh, you know, help uh, kind of be a lifter, if you will. Yeah. So talk to us about uh, what are some of the subjects of your poems that are in this book? So, Ocean is very healing in so many ways, and it's split up into four different sections. Mm -hmm. So, the first one is Deep Waters, and the poems in there are very deep in nature, very sad. Um, I'm speaking about my trauma, mm -hmm. past heartbreak, pain. Um, I'm, I'm diving deep in those mm -hmm. poems. And then we move on to Waiting, W-A-D-I-N-G. Okay. And it's just that that in-between stage where things are kind of getting okay, but I'm still occurring some of the trauma that I have been through. So it's just that period of in-between where things are okay, things are getting better, but I'm still reliving a few things. Mm -hmm. And then it takes us to the shore, 
when then you think about being on the shore, the beach and on your, uh, the sand on your toes, the water, the waves, hearing the, the, the birds, it's all things love and it's peaceful and it's calming. So those poems are very love filled, love for self, love for others, love for mm -hmm. the world. And then it brings us to sandcastles, and sandcastles is very playful in nature. The poems are very light and easy, and it's also um, a forecast of my other book that I'm writing right now. So it gives readers like a little snippet of what's to come. There you go. Well, I love the whole <laughs> ocean. Uh, uh, was, is motif a great word to describe it? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I love the whole ocean thing. So I love oceans, and and there's something peaceful and meditating about them. Me when too. I used to live in california and, and i would have a hill of beans and problems or whatever was weighing down and you're like oh god uh i i don't know i eat taco bell and uh, i'm uncomfortable <laughs> now um i would go down to the ocean and uh man you sit down there for about a half an hour hour and you're just like you know all my problems don't mount to a hill of beans for the eons of time this ocean has been lapping up against this uh the sand here and yeah. uh it's going to be here eons of time uh, after I'm gone and, and, uh, between it and I, it's just sitting there probably just going silly human. You're, <laughs> right. You're if, only you knew. <laughs> if only you knew. Like, <laughs> yeah. nothing, none of this is going to matter soon. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I would, I would, I would kind of the grandeur of it and, uh, and the expanse of it would make me just realize how small my problems were and put them in perspective. And I, I would usually come home feeling peaceful. Yeah, uh, and so, yeah, the ocean is a great, is a great uh, metaphor, I guess. Uh, for yeah, absolutely. Sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I wanted, you know, life comes in waves. Mm -hmm. Things are great and we're doing awesome and everything is great. And then sometimes they're not. And that's okay because we know that with every high there, there comes a low, but nothing lasts forever. That mm -hmm. low that you're in does not last forever. And I'm always calm when I go to the ocean. But I know that deep down in the ocean, there are scary things. But that's kind of where deep waters came from. Like, that yeah. pain was scary. Yeah. But also being on the shore brings me peace. Yeah. Because there's no scary uh, things down. Well, there are scary things on the shore. And usually those are other human beings. But that's another story. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I've seen those people. <laughs> um, <Me too. laughs> so, uh, do you want to give us a reading of maybe a poem or two? Sure. Absolutely. Sure. I'd love that. So this is a poem that is in the part, The Shore. Mm. I have a deeper understanding of my place in this world now more than ever. I feel deeply called to shine my light in all ways possible. Being my own alarm clock, rolling out of bed on my own time, sipping crisp water, opening the curtains, inviting the sun into my home, sitting on the floor, allowing the rays to fill my cup, mantras, affirmations, and meditation, gratitude for the present moment, ready to offer my services to those longing for healing, reading poetry, sipping black tea, painting murals and eating fresh fruit, cultivating acres of garden and making spicy salsa from homegrown tomatoes, healing, growing, and learning, loving who I am now, forgiving who I once was, and building the woman I will be. I am happy to be here. 
Wow, that's refreshingly beautiful. Thank you. And I, I love the the imagery that it plays. So it will give us a little bit of audience. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, usually my Thank poems you. are just like I said before. If it's the other it's the film's person, I just kill, kill, kill. So that's, bad. <laughs> that's okay. You know, to each their own. <laughs> it's not a very beautiful poem, though. <laughs> I can't judge. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And so a lot of the stuff you said there just brought a light and the she the scenery to my mind and the imagery um, yeah. that uh, painted the picture there. And uh, do you find that a lot of people, this helps a lot of people to sit and meditate and, and and write either write poems or uh listen to poems absolutely um poetry heals it heals me every time i write a poem i'm healing a part of myself mm. healing is the journey it's not a destination so we're going to constantly be healing from things that have happened to us or will happen to us but the main thing is to be present within your own body to process your emotions, to not let them take over you. You could just have to be an observer of your thoughts. So meditation is similar. Writing poetry is similar. You're present with yourself or mm. what's happening around you. And you're not letting the outside world take over you or invade your space. And so poetry really helps me to ground myself and to listen to what my body is saying, to listen to my thoughts and my feelings and emotions and it gives people the freedom to do the same. There you go. I like that. You Thank know, I, you. I recently started doing something, and I just kind of made it up. Um, but, you know, I've been hearing about, you know, people sitting out in the sun in the morning when you have your coffee to start uh, your circadian rhythms mm -hmm. and also get vitamin D. So you go yeah. out there for, you have your coffee in the morning, 10 minutes. And I also had a thing where, uh, I, I love my dogs. I've got two Huskies and I, I, I just always feel guilty. Like I never spend enough time with them. Yes. You know, and, I'm and you know, they have like, you know, $500 budgets for dog treats and toys and stuff. <laughs> so I, I'm one of those people that, I, you know, I, I eat very healthy as much as I can. And so, you know, a lot of my stuff is vegetables and, and salads yeah. and stuff. And so usually when I go through the conveyor belt there at the store, it's like, the most expensive items are usually dog treats and, and stuff. People yes. are like, are you eating this? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and uh, uh, and so I never seem to spend enough time with them. And they love it when I go outdoors because they're huskies. They want to run around the yard. Yes, with that they do. The ball. And then mm -hmm. I study stoicism. I keep off the side of my uh, computer here, actually on the speaker, uh, mm -hmm. books of stoicism, Seneca, Meditations uh, by Marcus Aurelius, and uh, I think Epictetus. And... Okay. Um, so I'm, I've tried to always surround myself with this, but you know, you get lost in the thing. You wake up in the yes. morning and, you know, I got emails of people going, Hey, I need this and I need that. And I need this, you know, and I wake up, the dog's got their thing going on and I'm just trying to get a coffee and not murder anybody with a kill, 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 <laughs> kill, 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 you know, cause until you have that coffee, you know, anything can go wrong. And, <laughs> So I, I kind of, this kind of all fell together for me yeah. and I started about four days ago doing what I call my morning centering. Okay. And, uh, it's kind of been interesting for me. Um, so I go out and I sit in the sun for 15 minutes. I have my coffee. I'm spending 15 minutes with the dogs. So they're running around me. They're having a great time. Yeah. I'm, I just pick random selections out of uh, Seneca, 
Marcus Aurelius, uh, Epictetus, uh, anything from Stoicism, because I'm really into that. But, mm -hmm. you know, you can do this with your poems and things like that. Absolutely. And I just kind of go out there, I have my coffee, absorb my uh, vitamin D or create it, uh, spend time <laughs> with my dogs. And then, uh, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll read uh, the Stoicism, but sometimes I'll just kind of ponder things. Yeah, it's kind absolutely. Of the environment, and I'm out, you know, I'm out there in the beautiful leaves and stuff. And then one of the other problems they have is as soon as I fire up my computer, it's all sorts of, you know, this, that, and the other. We need this. Get us this link. Get us, you know, whatever. Who's <laughs> yeah, <what>, you know, <laughs> and you just feel like you're just kind of like ripped and pulled. So I started doing a thing where I play solo piano music when I first fire up my computer. Okay. And I do that for about 10 or 15 minutes as we're starting to get everything going and all the computers are operating. And it's really giving me the center that I really feel like a frame where I am in control of my day. And I've, yes. and I've set the tone for my day and I've kind of put my soul and my peace and everything at ease. And then everything has to come to me now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm not being pulled and 50 different directions. I got my arm being ripped off here. <laughs> yeah. Along, but yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a weird meditative process. Maybe I'm using. Absolutely. Um, there's so many forms of meditation. You know, some people go and they quiet their mind and they quiet their thoughts. Other people, it's just going outside and, and, and experiencing how the sun feels on you yeah. or admiring that tree across the way, because all meditation is, is being present and aware of what's oh. going on right in this moment. It's not thinking about the email that you should have sent or the phone call that you should have made yesterday. It's just being right here, right now. And so what you do is a form of meditation. There's so many ways to meditate. There you go. And, and yeah. being present. I mean, I, I just made a, a note here that I need to add that to my list. And I have yeah. like this little map out of what I'm doing. And yeah, it just really helps me be present. And it kind of grounds me. Absolutely. So uh, good stuff there. I, That's really, you know, yeah, thank you for sharing I just that. Made, I just kind of made it up like four days ago. I was like, you know, I'm going to go start sitting out <laughs> with the coffee and get the vitamin D thing because yeah. I'm having trouble sleeping. And, and so I'm like, it'll get my uh, circadian rhythm uh, going. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that way, and I've actually been tired at night. I've actually been mm -hmm. feeling a lot better. That's you know, really good. So uh, it's pretty good. What What are some other ways you find you're helping people? We We mentioned a few of the in your bio. Some of the yeah. Uh, some of the different variations that you use. So there's the one word I couldn't do. <laughs> Reiki. Reiki. What is, Reiki. Uh, tell us about Reiki and give us some more yeah. on that. So Reiki is energy healing. It's mm -hmm. the universal life force energy. Everything around us um, mm -hmm. is energy. I'm just the channel. I'm the conduit. I take that energy which is very healing in nature. So mm -hmm. I usually place my hands on the client. Mm -hmm. I'll go around their body. I'll place my hands on them and I will channel that healing energy. So it will just come through me onto the client and it heals a wide range of things from anxiety, mm -hmm. depression, to physical pain, um, spiritual, mental, emotional, um, I have a lot of people, a lot of my clients that come for Reiki, it's just because they long for peace. Mm -hmm. And when they receive that healing Reiki energy, they're very calm. They're very centered. If you think about your desired state of being, most people will say, I just want to be calm and happy. That's what Reiki does. It makes you calm and happy. And it yeah. allows you to be at one with yourself where you feel 
peaceful. There's no stress. There's no anxiety. There's no worry. You're just sitting there and you're relaxing and you're, it feels like warmth. Like if you're being covered with a warm blanket. Mm -hmm. So that's what Reiki is. <laughs> I think there's some science behind it too. We had a neuro mm -hmm. neurologist on, uh, the other week and we talked he talked about how human touch is so important to firing off you know like dopamine and serotonin channels in our brain yeah. and you know she even shaking hands or giving someone a hug or you know just holding hands or you know just kind of patting someone on the back those yeah. fire off different neurological neurons in our brain that you know, kind of help us. And we kind of need that, especially nowadays where no one really hugs each other. You know, during COVID, no one could touch each other. You know, all just stay six feet away from each other. Yeah. Um, you know, mine was mostly restraining orders, but that's another story. <laughs> you know, that's kill, another story. That's from the kill, kill, kill <laughs> volume. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'll be found innocent of whatever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know. Uh, it's it's a great joke to pull from the callback. Uh but, uh, you know, it, it, and so human touch, even even like they even talk, the neurologists even talked about how, you know, this these 2D screens aren't good for us. And we're not yeah. used to this. We're used to having three-dimensional interactions where we sit across from somebody and have a meal and talk. And that, that neurologically and probably energy-wise helps us as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I can definitely attest to that. And um, it's one of those things, too, where even if someone doesn't agree that it's a human need, I think that deep down inside, if we could uh, rewrite their story, that they would ultimately see that human touch is, is basically another human need in some shape or form. I, I wholeheartedly agree that if I never received touch from family or friends anymore, it would be a pretty lonely life for me. That's true. I have yeah. some family friends that I could avoid getting touch from because yeah, uh, boundaries yeah. are important. Boundaries, boundaries are important. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you have an ultra-religious family, you have to have some boundaries. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. Especially you're an atheist and they do whatever they're doing, uh, <laughs> worshiping the cult sun or whatever. You know, right, have fun, you know. Have fun with that, people. Keep away from me. <laughs> I don't want to get I don't want to get pulled in. Uh, oh, yeah. when the aliens come, I'll work it out with them. Don't worry. About yeah. yeah. So there you go. Uh, sound healing. Tell us about what sound healing is. I, yeah, I think I might. So, is that where you do the ring things? You go. Ooh, ooh, yeah, you know, the crystal like, singing bowls. I used to do that when I used to drink wine. I do the crystal thing, but that's yeah, kind of you know not quite as. It yeah, I'll let you keep that. Yeah, sure, I'll let okay. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're crystal sound singing bowls. <laughs> um, there's a lot of instruments out there. Like there's not just crystal si uh, singing bowls, but there's chimes. There's all kinds of things. But the most important thing to know is that our bodies respond to energy, to vibration, and to sound. If you think about your favorite song, like it's Friday night, maybe you're about to go out, you turn on your favorite song, what does it do for you? It gets you excited. It gets you pumped up and ready to go. And likewise for a sad song, if you listen to a song and someone's singing about losing their partner, you're going to probably feel sad. You're not going to want to go party at the bar. Maybe that's what you do to cope from that sad song. But ultimately, it's you You respond to the, the sounds that you hear. And that's what sound healing is. So they all have their own frequency, their own vibration. And it's attuned to our body. And I like to think about our bodies like a car. Mm -hmm. So my car right now gets me to A, B, and C. But... Have I changed my oil? 
it, it could probably use an oil change. Do I need to get my fluids checked? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But your car will still drive you to A, B, and C, even if it's running low on fuel, just not at its best. <laughs> and that's how our bodies operate. Uh-huh. You know, we still wake up in the morning, we still go to work, but maybe there's a better way to get up for work. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could have more energy, you would be balanced, you would feel in alignment with yourself. So our bodies act the same way. We need a tune-up mm-hmm. to, opti- to operate at our best. And that's what the sound bowls do. They, sh- they get your energy back into balance, back into alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, they get you tuned up and so that you can operate and show up in the world as your best. There you go. My, my uh, mechanic says my body's going to go in for a full overhaul. That yeah. needs to go to that crusher thing. I could probably use that crusher. <laughs> thing. Yeah. But I've seen that. I've seen it on uh, TikTok, I think. I've seen it. Yeah. Guy, and he's got like all the bowls and he's making all the bowls and stuff. And there's, there's definitely, it's probably easier to meditate with that sort of thing playing, isn't it? Absolutely. Like, oh, um, yeah. A lot of my clients prefer sound bowls over regular meditation because they are able to easily go. But they, the bowls alter your brain waves. They take you from mm. that anxious state of mind to that deep state of rest. And so I have at least one person that falls asleep in my classes. <laughs> and nice. I also have <laughs> I also have clients that book a session just to fall asleep because within five minutes of playing the bowls, they're snoring. <laughs> when I had my uh, three three major companies I was doing uh, at the same time, I had to get a massage every week, like a good, yeah. I think it was a two-hour massage I would get. Wow. And uh, yeah, if I didn't, my employees would be like, you didn't get your massage this weekend, did you? Because <laughs> you're being a real bear. And I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, and uh, and I fall asleep. There's something about rubbing my face. If if when the, when the masseuse gets to my face, I will always fall asleep. Maybe yeah. I, you know, there's a lot of stress here up in this bridge area, you Long know, in pressure. your eyes and yeah. brain pressure and and uh, the kill, kill, kill pressure voice. Exactly, so, that goes yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> it goes away. Well, I fall asleep, so yeah, it kind of has to. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't wake up with it. You know, there's multiple personalities. You never know which one you're going to wake up with. We've all been there. Um, but uh, no, I would fall asleep, and part of it, you know, I th- part of it, I think, was from the touch. But, yeah. you know, just relaxing and being at peace. And, you know, they usually have that great Enya music going on in there. Absolutely. And uh, so you just, it's just like an atmosphere of peace. I don't know why they never play like heavy metal, heavy metal headbanging music in there. But yeah, yeah, I've always why. wondered the same, but yeah. I think that's why yeah. I think we can, oh. we can say that. <laughs> I get some peace love from listening to Metallica, but, uh, yeah. I, you know. My my uh, my psychiatrist says it's probably not good for me. Um, <laughs> do you want to give us another reading from one of the poems? Sure, of your book, a sample, absolutely. if you will, tease out. Okay. So this one's from the shore as well. I just I'm feeling very lovey, so I'm going to read lots of right. my love poems. <laughs> okay. Our love, strong enough to create tsunamis that wash away disease, strong enough to create mountains that put an end to violence. Strong enough to create earthquakes that put an end to famine. Mm. Strong enough to create hurricanes that rid poverty forever. Strong enough to erupt a volcano that puts an end to war. Wow. That's beautiful. That's powerful love. 
right there. Very powerful love. <laughs> yeah. If you can end war, if we can, if we all just get everybody to love each other. That would, that would definitely end the war and the world would be so much better place. I think Absolutely. John Lennon spoke about that. I um, think it's, yeah. <laughs> it's such a powerful thought to have. Like, <laughs> if we can have more love in the world, no, no yes. more wars. I'm, I'm kind of tired of this Ukraine, uh, Russia thing. So we yeah. can get rid of that. Um, what are there, uh, you, you're going to start your journey into shamanism. Tell mm -hmm. us about uh, that. You're not going to be that January 6th guy with the horns in your thing, storm in the Capitol, right? Maybe. No. <laughs> it's a shamanism. Oh, maybe. You know. registered to vote, people. Uh, never say never. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, so what is shamanism? How do you start your journey in shamanism, and what do you yeah. hope to achieve? So the, the topic is very broad, but to keep it very simple, it is your connection to the earth, connection mm. to your soul, connection to others. And you use all kinds of different healing modalities to heal yourself and others. Um, it's knowing that you are part of something bigger in this mm. world, that we are all connected. And it's really dropping your ego and knowing that if you operate from a place of love and respect and care that the, the world has so many open possibilities for you. So there's lots of different ritualistic um, things that you can do with shamanism. I don't know if maybe you've heard of shaman drumming. It's oh. a drum. Yeah. So there's a drum and then you do it so many beats per second. And that mm -hmm. actually gets you into a different state of mind. It alters your brain waves as well. And they call it shaman journeying where it's a different form of meditation, um, but it allows people to take a journey into themselves, out into the world oh. in a very deep meditative way. Um, every time I do shaman uh, drumming, um, I get it done and I also do it to others. They do leave that session feeling very deeply grounded with themselves. Mm -hmm. They have a deeper idea of who they are in this world at a soul level, at a higher self level, so to sum it up, it's just the connection to know that everything has a spirit. We have a spirit. We are souls living in this human 3D world. But there's so much more to, to ourselves and the world. Wow. I'm looking at some of these shaman drums online. And they're amazing. Yeah, yeah they are. Probably seen people play these. Absolutely. It's very <laughs> deep and powerful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And probably helps people connect better with their emotions. I mean, there's, there's probably a lot of people that need to maybe connect better with themselves, do some inter so. internal work. Yes, I agree. It seems like we live in a society now where everybody does external work or they just think that watching the Kardashians will fix everything or something, All right. which it'll make it worse. I, I, trust I mean, that. you know, watching the Kardashians might take them to a disassociated level where they don't want to think ah. about their own problems, ah. you know, but, um, for me, I want to deep, I want to do the deep healing work. I want to tap into myself and see why is this bothering me? Why is this causing me feelings of anxiety and stress? I like to find out why the why to who I am and why I react to certain things. Mm. I like you know, that stuff. <laughs> You know, you, uh, you disassociation, you give me another new word. Um, yeah. I learn all sorts of stuff. That's why we do the show. It's just so I can learn some stuff because I flunk yeah. second grade. Um, that's okay. <laughs> well, I, okay. All right. I accept that. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You're here. You're doing great things. So. Yeah, yeah. I just can't spell anything or whatever. I don't know. 
What, That's what okay. Is, I've understood everything. <laughs> I've understood everything you've said so far. So spelling is not needed. There you right go. Now. Well, you're the only one so far. Um, <laughs> it's like it's like my my mom will say, you know, Chris, I love you, and I'll be like, well, you're the only one. Uh, but no disassociation. You know, it, it seems like it's it, it, that's a form of escapism. Right, Absolutely. where we're yeah. you know we're we're on TikTok, or we're on Instagram, or you know social media, or watching the news, and you know I it's 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 okay to watch the news, and it's probably okay to watch the Kardashians at least for mm -hmm. I don't know long enough to turn it off. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, but you know that's right. We're just associating. We're not dealing with maybe issues that we have. Do you, do you find that this uh, a lot of people that have childhood trauma? Because we've we talked a lot on the show and had a lot of authors on, a lot of psychiatrists on. And, you know, it's interesting to me how childhood trauma, you can see the map of of the fallout through their life and, and how it shapes them and, and it can impact their journey, both good and bad. Do you find a lot of people with some of the techniques that you use, uh, it really helps them with their trauma that they're they've experienced? Absolutely, especially with hypnosis, a lot of people would like to find out if something happened to them when they were little. Because mm -hmm. if you think about your subconscious mind, it holds on to every single memory, even from birth. Mm -hmm. So it remembers everything, but our conscious mind doesn't. It allows us to not tap into that. So a lot mm -hmm. of people will get hypnosis to see if an event really did happen to them as mm. when they were a child. And a lot of people have walked away with, wow, that did happen to me, but they forgot because they disassociated themselves. They are there. They left their body in that moment so that they didn't feel the pain of what was happening to them. And so that causes them to forget that it even happened. Mm -hmm. And then with hypnosis, it's called age regression where we take oh. them back to that certain point in that time where it happened and if they're ready, a lot of clients have come to me and they think that they're ready, but then they find that they're not ready, that this is too scary to address right now, maybe later. Mm -hmm. And some people do come to me, they're like, I'm ready to find out. And they do, they leave with that peace of mind that that happened to me and now I can start to heal from that. Yeah. Identifying yeah. The, the issue is uh, a big uh, journey to the, uh, fixing the problem. Yeah. Now yeah. that they know it and they're aware of it, they can start to rewrite their story that that doesn't have to be what they carry for the rest of their lives. There you go. It doesn't have yeah. to be your story. Once you, no. you know, I saw a thing with Oprah once uh, and a guy had been assaulted by a, uh, a police officer growing up as a child. And uh, normally a police officer is someone that, you know, usually is someone you trust. Yeah. Um but, uh, you know, he said the biggest problem for him was he held in the poison, the, he held in uh, affirming it for so long, he kept it as a secret. And he said yeah. something that was really powerful. He said something about how the thing that, the, th uh, the thing you keep inside you poisons you or something, or letting the poison out is part of the healing. Mm -hmm. And so helping people identify stuff or maybe giving them pathways to resolve it and, and, and uh, go through a uh, reconciliation of feeling. Um, yeah. To where they can, like you say, rewrite their story a better way. Absolutely. And I like to let people know that they have the power to do that. Mm -hmm. I am just here to be your guide, to help mm -hmm. you along the way. 
but they have the power within them. Our bodies are always talking to us too. For me, if I have a headache, it's Mm -hmm. normally because I'm taking on way too much information that I have the capacity to do at that moment. Mm. Whether I'm tired or I had a lot going on that day, or if my shoulders, if I'm carrying some pain in my shoulders, it's probably because I'm carrying too much. Whether that's physically, emotionally, mentally, there's a load that I'm carrying that I need to either set down for a second or ask for help. And so what a lot of things that I do is helping people listen to the body, the messages that come to them, and helping them realize that they have the power to heal themselves. That is awesome. You know, I my body usually talks to me too, and it's like, feed me. Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, feed me Taco Bell. Uh, usually I'm doing intermittent fasting in the mornings up until a certain point of day. We try and keep to a 16-8. Uh, see, no, so I refer to we, my multiple personalities. Um, <laughs> we try to keep to a 68. And uh, yeah, so somewhere in the day, it's food for Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. And then later, my body talks to me in other ways uh, at the other side. Um, get it out of me. Uh, or is it so the kill, kill, kill? It, that is the kill, kill. It, they, the two of them walk hand in hand Taco Bell, regret, and uh, kill, kill, kill. And I think it's using my toilets. It's never mind. Anyway, uh, so you know what? What? What can you so good at poems? Uh, how long have you been writing poems? If you've written a lot of poems, uh, what's the future for maybe another book? Yeah, I've always wrote poetry since grade school. Um, I think it was maybe third or fourth grade. It was English class, and one of our assignments was to write a poem. I didn't think that I had it in me. I'd never really dabbled in poetry up until that point. But the reaction that my teacher had after she read my poetry had a great effect on me. That's, I mean, we're growing up as children. That's when you are, it's make or break. Someone could tell you something and that will stick with you for the rest of your life. So seeing her reaction to my poem really sparked something in me. So I'm like, "Mm, that felt good. I want to write more. And so I just started tapping into all kinds of things, what I wanted to write about, butterflies, oceans, the world, myself, school. And it wasn't until maybe eighth grade, high school, I started tapping into the power of poetry when I started to actually experience traumatic events and things that made me upset. And because I was so sensitive, I didn't know how to process all of those emotions So I turned to writing. I'm like, well, maybe poetry will help me release what I'm thinking or feeling. And it did. So really, poetry was movement for me. And I haven't stopped. Poetry is very healing. It's very moving. It's a whole language in itself. You know, reading and writing poetry is like learning another language. And that's very intriguing to me. And I definitely plan on writing more books. Obviously, I have Ocean that's out, but I am working on my next poetry book. And I plan on writing more, absolutely. Yeah. You should write one with Metallica. And then you it's a heavy metal <laughs> head-banging yeah. uh, meditation. <laughs> It'll Somebody be completely opposite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one's done that before. I mean, all those all those uh, meditation places, yoga places you go to, you know, they're all like peaceful and music. They should yeah. have one where it's like head being can be peaceful too, or something. So I'll send you the invite and you'll come, right? <laughs> I definitely will. I definitely okay. Will. I'm, I'm looking for them on tour right now, but no, <laughs> there's a place for it. Like the other day, I put on some Metallica and I was like, no, 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 no I'm in the mood for this. I need something a little more peaceful and calming. Yeah. <laughs> 
but I, you know, I like this morning centering I'm doing and I'm highly recommended to people. I think now I'm only four days in, I don't know. I could bring out the kill, kill, kill voice somewhere. I don't know. We'll You're see how it goes. <laughs> but you know, the whole centering thing, especially when I sit down at my desk and, and I, and I kind of, I was listening to, uh, I think an audio book, uh, the confident mind, we had him on the show and, uh, he talks about how athletes will kind of men mentally walk through their, their, their activity or whatever they're achieving, you know, like uh, Olympians and stuff. And yeah. so they do a lot of mental preparation and walk through stuff. So being able to sit down at your computer and just kind of play some piano music and kind of, you know, I, I feel like the world comes at me now mm -hmm. uh, and I, and I can, and I have a frame now where I'm like, bring it on. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, before it just kind of seemed like I just get ripped apart, like, oh, we're going to drag you over here, we're going to drag you over there. And so having a calming, uh, stay present frame is really important. Absolutely. And I think what you, you made a good point is that ultimately you are in control of what happens to you, through you, around you. Mm -hmm. If you do not wish to be pulled in that direction, you won't let anyone do that. But oftentimes we're either people pleasers, we're yes people, we don't want to upset anybody, so we do the things that we don't feel like doing. But when you are so centered and grounded with your truth and with who you are, I'm not going to let you pull me that way. I need a minute or I will respond to that email when I, when I get to it. You don't yeah. have to feel rushed to respond, to send yeah. that link, to upload that episode. You just do it when you feel like you are at a good place to do it. And yeah, that's I love important. that. Yeah. I love that because I, you know, I open up the email. There's 50 million people that need answers and, yeah. you know, uh, what's going on? And you're trying to answer all the emails. And you're like, are you serious, dude? You just wrote me an email. Like, are you, did you yeah. not read the prior email? Like, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, we told you what it was. And you go read the, you know, there's, I love emails because there's like a proof of a thing. Yes. Like somebody Paper wrote me the trail. other day. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> wrote me the other day and then they, and then he didn't answer that email. And then they wrote me again. They're like, hey, I need this answer, eh? And I'm like, can you go like back to the email I sent you that you didn't read? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> love a good wanna, paper trail. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, spend your morning sometimes just looking at people on email going, I'm going to choke you to death. Don't gonna do that. Kill, kill, kill. Yeah, kill, kill, I know. Kill. I see where it comes from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It answers, e answers emails. So sitting down and getting that whole presence and, you know, I feel like I'm in the cockpit of my life and I'm in control. And it's like, okay, I have frame now. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's see what's on the emails and, and, uh, you just, you just have a different response, less anxiety too. Yeah. Like I used do. to have email when I know anxiety went up my email going, Oh man, this, this, my phone's been blowing up. Somebody's, you know, somebody got something, some fire I need to put out. So there, yeah. you go. um, this <laughs> is quite the journey we've been on and, and definitely meditating and healing to people. Uh, anything more you want to tease out about what your future efforts are up to? Yeah, so um, definitely stay tuned for more books on poetry, and they're all going to be different in their own way. Very healing still, because mm -hmm. no matter what I do and no matter how I show up in the world, it's going to give people hope and inspiration and show them that they are a very liberated person in control. Mm -hmm. So definitely more poetry is in the future, more healing. I just want to show people that you can show up and be yourself, show up, be authentic, be vulnerable. If I could travel and teach people the power of their own inner self and their own inner determination, I would love that. But for now, I'll do it behind my screen or in my communities, you know, however mm -hmm. I can. Um, but definitely just know that you are important. 
know that you are needed in this world and everyone has their own special unique gift and if you haven't found yours yet go out there and have fun mm -hmm. and i promise you you will find it if you let go of that expectation of i'm not special I'll never find anything. There's nothing there for me. There is something for everybody. I can promise you that. There you go. There you go. Well, that's a beautiful message. It's been wonderful to have you on today, Anastasia. Uh, give so us much. your .com so people can find you on the interwebs. Yes, summersolacehealing.com. That's summer, like the season. Solace, S-O-L-A-C-E, healing.com. There you go. Uh, thank you very much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you. I really appreciate it. There you go. Thanks, Arons, for tuning in. We appreciate it as well. And hopefully you've uh, checked out some uh, better ways to process your mind and stuff like that. Go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, youtube.com, Fortress Chris Foss, uh, linkedin.com, Fortress Chris Foss. And we're trying to post stuff over on TikTok and be cool, but it's not working. So uh, support us over there and maybe it will catch on. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time. And that's.